coming up next on the Jeff Crilly Show. If you're watching this broadcast, and obviously you are, it means you like podcasting. We'll be talking to an industry-leading expert just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Curley, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is The Jeff Crilly Show. When my daughter, Sarah, came to me four years ago and suggested a podcast division, I laughed at her. I said, who listens to podcasts, Sarah? She says, my generation does. And thank God I listened to her because now we've expanded into some 10 different studios across Dallas-Fort Worth and now into Austin. Podcasting is absolutely going crazy. And someone who knows that in great detail is Kenny Big Skinny Pope. Thanks for coming on the thank show. You, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. I love the name of your company, The Pod Shack Studio in Fort Worth. All right, tell us about the Podchat Pod Studio. <laughs> well, um, we, we personally took like a, like a 12 by 8 shed mm -hmm. and converted it to a, a studio. And it was a shack, basically. So I just took podcast, shortened it down to, you know, shack, pod shack. And uh, that's how we come up with the name. I love it. We're going to pull up your website. And as we scroll down your website, I want you to kind of talk about this space that you're in it. Every single day, it gets hotter and hotter, doesn't it? Yes, sir. It does. Pod podcast is a really good way for, for companies to come off as a professional. You know, you might know a lot about your industry and you create a podcast. It's a way you can put that on your, your website. You can put that information out there on LinkedIn. You can put it on your Facebook page, social media, and it gives you, you know, it makes you an expert in your field, basically. Well, if you, if you notice that uh, Kenny has a great voice, it's because <laughs> he worked a whole lifetime in radio. So yes. tell us about your radio career. I started out in Cleburne. Mm -hmm. I was I, when I got well. Let me start this way. I graduated high school and I wanted to get into radio. I didn't get into radio till I was in my mid mid thirties. I was working for this little place out in Grandview, and they needed somebody to promote some concerts for them. I was actually bringing in concerts for this little venue where they were going to have Clint Black, Tanya Tucker, and Josh Turner come to their venue for a concert, and wow. they wanted me to go to the radio station and do the voice stuff for the commercial. Well, while I was in there, I was just fascinated. I walk in, there's this guy who's got his feet up on his desk. He's sitting there listening to music. I'm like, this is the job I want right here. You know? <laughs> so, uh, I want to be in this right here. So uh, I was asking one of the ladies come out and I said, how, how do I get into radio? And she said, well, basically you have to start out as a grunt. I said, what is that? She said, well, you go out to you know promotional stuff. You get out and you hand out, you make people sign up stuff and hand out free stuff and that kind of thing. So I did that for a few years. I worked my way up to board operator, worked my way up to weekend shift, and then finally got my own midday, uh, mid-afternoon shift. Wow. And so that's where I ended it up. How many total years in radio? Probably about 15. That's amazing. Yeah, and, and your story is very familiar. Almost everybody that you talk to in radio, you say, how did you get started? Well, 
I, I just started showing up. <laughs> yeah, basically it, basically it. I'm passing out koozies and the next thing you know, I'm on the air. But the cool thing is you pick up a lot of stuff along the way. If you're, yeah. paying, if you're paying attention, you're picking up a lot of stuff. I, did, I will say that I was I was there running the board when the Fort Worth Cats won their first championship. Wow. I, I, was, I was kind of happy with about that. That was one of the things I can say I was there for that. That's, back, that's, back in Cleveland. That's really cool. That's really cool. I want you to uh, kind of set up because you you uh, have a very popular show yourself, and, and you get to interview some major players. Uh, rattle off some of the stars that you've talked to. Uh, this last interview I did a, a week or so ago, I was talking with the uh, lead singer, co-founder of the group Starbuck. They had the hit single back in 1976, Moonlight Feels Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, done interviews with... Uh, Peter Beckett from Player had the big tune "Baby Come Back." I've done done an interview with Bill Champlin from Chicago and Sons of Sons of Champlin. Um, I mean, I've done so many over the years. It's just it's fun to talk to these guys and, and get to ask them questions that you, yeah. you've always wanted to ask. You know, how did you come up with this song? I did an interview here. One of my favorites I did here recently was with, with Russell Graham from Air Supply. That was oh, one of my favorite cool. ones. In fact, we're going to go to a concert on on Friday night, thanks to Russell Graham. No kidding. They're going to be in concert out of Bats performance hall. Well, I love your style because it's, it's it's like having a conversation with a friend over yeah. coffee or something like that. Uh, we're going to roll one clip. Let's go ahead and do it. Hey, this is Big Skinny. If this is your first time, I'd like to welcome you to the Podcheck Studio in Fort Worth. And uh, this is where we make all the magic. And I would like to welcome you to another episode of the Podcheck Presents Casual Conversations with Big Skinny. Today, we have a very, very special guest. This man is a Grammy award-winning songwriter. And uh, has had some great songs over the years. He spent many years with the band Chicago. As a keyboardist, vocalist, as well as playing some guitar for them. And he was a founding member of the group Sons of Champlin. Uh oh, Wonderground. He's also been uh, very busy doing some solo work here in the past few months during the pandemic. I was spinning on an endless carousel. We're going to talk to him about all of that on this episode of the Podcheck Presents Casual Conversations with Big Skinny. And our special guest today is Mr. Bill Champlin. So make sure you stick around. All right, Big Skinny here with you on the Podcheck Presents Casual Conversations, and I am really excited for the guests that we have today. And I'm working on a Saturday for you, Mr. Champlin, working on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh, there must be some kind of religious thing that's wrong here. I don't know what it would be. It's, I've, it just seemed that, you know, we've, uh, my wife, Tamara, 
who's all over the new record and uh you know we I work with her all the time uh she, she's been work we've been working on this house up in santa barbara so we've been driving back and forth so i haven't had the time that i normally have to do you know to do these kind of things which i really want to do you know podcasts and stuff like that because i'm trying to get the word out on this new album wow okay how did you develop your interview style because i think it's very uh, informal and laid back and it, it makes your guests feel very comfortable uh, I, that, you gotta first off i don't want to come off like fanboy you know because yeah. i don't want to i don't want to turn the, the person off that i'm interviewing and you got to realize that these people are just regular people just like we are they just happen to have a job that's very glamorous for the most part you know that they're in the public eye a lot but they're just people and that's the way i look at it you know when i'm having a conversation with you mm -hmm. you're you're a famous guy man well, well you're you're <laughs> you're more than kind but, uh, but, but you know you just you just talk to people like people and that's the way people want to be treated you know well and and because you came from radio i know we we can all name hosts on the radio who love to hear themselves talk and they they barely let their guests get a in a word edgewise but uh your interview style is the style i prefer because people want to hear what the the you know the celebrity guest has to say well uh, some of these if you if you operate like that say i i, I might go into one question and then if you're listening you're listening you, you get more questions to ask a lot of times if you listen to somebody doing an interview they're not really listening because they'll ask a question about something the guy just told them and you know it's like you already had that answer why are you asking them again so if you listen you can pick up a really good amount of information and you can use that to ask more questions but a lot of times if you just ask him questions like mr champlin he'll take off and go you don't have to do a whole lot of you don't have to ask him a whole lot of questions <laughs> and i love it i love hearing those stories well you're a serial entrepreneur because you're always creating and uh before we roll this next clip i want you to set it up so you you just launched a barbecue show mm -hmm. so i don't know if anybody remembers the guy from uh family ties scott valentine he played nick and Nick, um, Scott Valentine, did an interview with him during the pandemic. We got to be really good friends. And he was kept telling me, he said, you, because I was always posting food videos on, on my Facebook. And he's like, man, you need to, to do something. We need to, when I'm working on a streaming network and I'd like to get you to get a show on there. And I said, yeah, okay, whatever, you know. So he kept, kept telling me, I need to do this, I need to do this. And so finally, one day I reached out to one of my buddies, um, has a studio out in Dallas. And, and uh, I called him up and I said, hey man, would you be interested in helping me? Or do you know somebody that would help me get this thing together? I'd like to get this show on the streaming network. And he said, I'd love to help you with it. He said, I've been wanting to do this for a long time. So I, he said, you're scratching me right where I itch, man. He said, this is what I want to do. So we just started putting them together and we've had a good crew um, working on them. And uh, I'm excited about it. So we've got uh, 13 episodes in the camp wow. right now and uh, just putting them out like once a week. Just and I, I got to praise you on the quality of the production. It's top notch. Yes. Uh, let's go ahead and roll the trailer. Hey, y'all, this is Big Skinny, former radio personality and backyard cooking enthusiast. And I'm the host of Texas Backyard Barbecue and More. This is the premier channel for all things Texas barbecue. And we're going to teach you how to cook it in your backyard. In fact, each episode is going to provide step-by-step -step instructions on how to make the most delicious meals using every Texas cooking technique that we could come up with. So sit back, work up that appetite, and get out to the shed and find those grilling tools. And get ready as we dive headfirst into Texas Backyard Barbecue and More. Oh yeah, make sure you like and subscribe so we can keep on cooking for you. Let's get smoking. I love that. <laughs> I think I'm going to eat barbecue uh, morning, noon, and night. I mean, and and when you launch a barbecue show in Texas, Texans are very proud of their barbecue. They are. And they, they you are. know, if, if you get some guy from Kansas City talking about how great their barbecue is or Memphis talking about how great bar barbecue, you're about to have a fight, yeah. aren't you? But if you look at Texas barbecue, we adopt um, cooking methods from all different parts of the world, you mm -hmm. know, different countries. We, we have so many different influences in our barbecue. 
Yeah. And it's great to take that and kind of put it in a Texas barbecue package. I love it. Okay. So it sounds like you, you knew a lot of bar- about barbecue before you launched the show. What have you personally learned about barbecue since you started doing this? Uh, the, the the show part of it? Yeah. Get it right on the first take. <laughs> you don't want to have to redo it. <laughs> That's really cool. I mean, I saw a drone in there. and you know. <clears throat> Yeah, man, we've had some really good ideas. Like I said, I've had a good producer working with me. We're, we're fixing to... Uh, he's working on a Netflix uh, a series right now that they've sold. And uh, I'm actually personally invited to come be a part of their last episode that they're going to film to do the catering for the set. So I'm kind of excited about that. That's awesome. Well, listen, um, in the final minute or two that we have left, I want you to talk to the viewer and, and tell them why they might want to consider um, not just listening to podcasts, but perhaps launching their own show. Exactly. It's a good way for you as a as a a person to you know express your opinions, express your whatever it is you specialize in, whether it be uh, mind, mind reading or, or you know or uh, cooking or whatever it is, whatever you specialize in, it's a good way for you to get your your information out there. And it could be about nothing. There's a lot of people that want to do a podcast just to talk about everyday things. And you don't have to be a professional. It's a it's just a great way to get information out. That's right. Seinfeld was a show about nothing. That's that right. did, that that's did right. pretty that, well. That did well. <laughs> All right, we're going to end with your website, which is thepodshackstudiofortworth.com. The great Kenny Big Skinny Pope. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. You bet. That's it for now. We'll see you next time.